Welcome to another episode of the Over the Fence podcast. Devin is not here tonight. Um, there's not going to be no intro, none of that. We are going to get straight into the podcast. So, this morning, I had a fantastic breakfast. My girlfriend and I were in the kitchen eating. She was making me grits, bacon, low-carb, gluten-free pancakes. And she gets a call from her brother saying that he's outside and wants to come in and eat breakfast with us, hang out with us. After she hangs up the phone, she says to me, he never comes and visits um, so that was a red flag for her. And, you know, I don't know her brother. So I'm I'm going to meet Dre, I guess. So I hear Dre knocking at the door. And as she's cooking stuff on the skillet, she tells me, honey, can you go open the door for me? So I said, yeah, I guess. Why not? I go over there. I'm still in my underwear. And, you know, I'm a free bird, so I don't wear shoes. So, you know, I'm walking barefoot. I go up in the door and he says, hi, is my sister here? And I'm like, yeah, she's in the kitchen making breakfast. All right, that's cool. So he comes in he I guess he goes to the bathroom or whatever and I go back in the kitchen and, you know, continue to eat my breakfast. And I guess he's sitting in the living room now. And me, as my girlfriend is, you know, cooking, I walk right behind her and I start, you know, feeling on her and groping and Biting their earlobe, and you can just hear my girlfriend say, "Oh my God, stop, stop, hey brother, stop!" And I'm like, "I don't give a fuck." So, like, how the kitchen in the living room is set up, like you can literally look at the kitchen in the living room. There's like no gap, or you gotta, you know, turn a little bit or nothing like that. So. Her brother is seeing the whole nine. And from a distance, I can just hear him say, I, I, just because you fucking my sister don't mean you can be touching her like that while I'm here. And, you know, you know, she froze, I froze, and she automatically knew I was going to say something. So I said, hey, this is my girlfriend. If she wants to cook while I nibble on her ear, I'm going to do that, Dre. So Dre gets up from the living room, from the couch where he was sitting, and walks into the kitchen and says, look, I know you be dicking down my sister and shit, but I need some respect. Like, you know, like, 
I don't like that. If you're going to touch it and shit, just go to the room and shit. But she's making me breakfast, Dre. Can't you see? This is what we do. We we have sex. We eat breakfast. And I take my morning shit. It's a routine, Dre. But, but I don't like that shit. And then... For some apparent reason, when he said that, my voice got deeper. My voice got loud. I started getting upset. He started getting upset as well. So he goes around the kitchen table, gets in my face and says, I want to talk to you outside now. So. My heart is pounding because I have not had a fight in years. So I don't know how my stamina is up to date. So I put my Crocs on. I put my Crocs on and we both go outside in the middle of the lawn. Probably like 15 feet away from the front door. My girlfriend's. Right there at the window with her child looking at us. And we're both like neck and neck right next to each other. And this is the craziest thing. He says to me that I froze. I laughed a little bit and I felt sorry for him. He said, all right, look, bruh. I really wanted uh, to get you outside just to tell you this. I didn't want to tell you this in front of my sister and shit. But look, I ain't tripping you date my sister and shit. I know you're Mexican and shit. But look, I need some money, man. I need like 250 You know, I owe somebody a zip. And he didn't tell me of what either, by the way. Um, I owe somebody a zip. You know, like I, my shit on E right now. Uh, my baby mama needs some diapers and shit like that. That's the whole reason why I made all that all that shit in the living room and the kitchen and shit. I just really wanted you to come outside, you know, just a diversion, a diversion, you know, so we can, uh, you know, see. It, it looked like you got a good chip on your shoulder. It looked like you got a good job. You know, you look well-trimmed. You look like you keep yourself up to date. You know, I'm starving right now. I'm hungry, man. I'm down. So uh, can, can you spot a brother? Like, come on, man. And, and, and the whole time, and the whole time, He's whispering this, but his body movement is acting like he's, you know, saying something or talking shit or whatever. Like he's trying to put me in my place, you know. So I tell him, so you come all the way over here at nine in the morning. Disturb my nibbling on my girlfriend's ear while she's making me breakfast just because you owe somebody money, just because your gas tank is on E, and just because the mother of your child needs diapers. Hmm. And in my head, I was saying this. Well, in this altercation, I am playing God. I can... Give him what he wants and he can go on his merry way. 
Or I can make him mow my girlfriend's lawn, throw away some trash, and he can fix all the cluttered stuff in her driveway and in her garage. So I gave him a decision. Um, He can do all those things and then wash my car and then I will give him the things that he needs. That's what I whisper to him in a motion that it looks like I'm talking shit to him too. And he says, yeah, man, it's all good, man, it's all good. Uh, Do you want to punch me? Do you want to knock me out or something so it can look like... You know, my sister, like, you beat my ass or something. And I thought about it. But I said, no, it's all right. We'll just go back inside, say we figured it all out. And we did. We went back in the house. My girlfriend was like, oh, my God, what the fuck? I don't want all that shit in my house. Shit. And I told her, it's okay, honey. We got it together. And um, Dre said he wants to clean up your driveway and everything that's, you know, whatever whatever you need. Um, he said he wants to cut the grass for some apparent reason. And he, he did that. Um, but that was one of the craziest mornings I have ever had. And it's, it's just so bizarre so bizarre that you know being well trimmed and having a good haircut nowadays makes you have money I guess but I don't know but that was the story to that so this past weekend I went on the road I went on the road to Fresno okay That's a couple of hours down the street from where I'm at. That's not really on the road, but for a new comedian um, that's venturing out, doing new things, it's on the road to me. So at the usual comedy club that I usually do stand up at, um, somebody approached me. um, It was somebody that owned a comedy club in Fresno, not that big. I think it sits like 60 or 100 people or something like that. He gave me his card and told me, hey, man, um, if you want to do a gig up there, you can totally come by whenever. Just let me know. I did. Called him. Uh, We set up a date. Went up there and... As I was setting up and getting ready, I'm, you know, backstage and other comics are there. Is this dude by the name of David Franken. Yeah, David Franken. That's his stage name. I don't know if it's real. I don't know if it's fake. He is one of the funniest persons I've come across. Oh, my God. He was a coke addict. Reminded me of my producer. And as we're having a conversation, he tells me that he has two hookers. And if I wanted him to join him after I do my set, I said, why not? I'm going to. Yeah, why not? I'm not going to fuck him. 
I'm not going to fuck the hookers. I just want to be there to experience what in the life of David, what did he do after his comedy gig is over for the night? So as I go on stage and I bombed, I'm not going to lie. I bombed. I bombed. I was only up there for 15, I think 12 minutes. I don't want to over-exaggerate. I was there for 12 minutes. I said jokes that some people laugh, but the majority of the crowd didn't laugh. I don't want to tell the jokes because I don't want to ruin the craft that I'm doing on stage that... I do different on the podcast, but I'll just say one joke on what I said. I was talking about how my brother and I once fucked our neighbor. You know, I got into that or whatever. Nobody laughed. But the moral of the story is I went on stage. I did my gig and I didn't get free drinks after. So it sucked. So after my set, me and David uh, went to his hotel room and he had two midget prostitutes, one named Bridget, the other one Flora. They were both Hispanic and it was Coke on the table. And I did dabble in some Coke that was, you know, complimentary. So... You know, I'm chilling there sniffing coke and one of the midget ladies asks me, hey, do you want a blowjob? You know, we're here for two hours. And I'm like, no, I'm in a, you know, interracial, interracial relationship. You know, I don't want to mess that up. You know, she can, you know, really hurt me. So the midget has the nerve to say everybody cheats. I'm like, yeah, normal people cheat. Okay, you're not normal. You're a you're a midget. And then she got upset, and then she threw a, a cigarette. Uh, what was it? Like? I don't know. Was it a cigarette lighter? I'm not quite sure what it was. She threw something at me. But I sat down on the sofa, and David was fucking both of the midget. I don't want to say midget. Little people. And it got me erect. Just watching them. And. I was there for only 45 minutes. I told hey David. I gotta go back to the Bay Area. Have work in the morning. And. David gave me his Instagram. I'll tag him later. If you guys want to follow him. But. You know, that was my night on the road. It was not really, you know, spectacular. I don't want to make it seem like, oh, my God, like everything that I do, every joke that I say is funny. It's not. It's something different that I'm exploring through my comedy career. And I wanted to share that with you guys. But I hope everybody's being healthy. I hope everybody's getting vaccinated. I got vaccinated. My girlfriend didn't want to fuck me if I wasn't vaccinated. 
So I had to get vaccinated. I'm no longer on the blue chews because my doctor told me there's too much blood going down there because I'm too young to be doing that type of stuff. And that's totally understandable. That's totally understandable. You know. But my girlfriend always wants me to go that extra mile. And and you know, I can't say no to that. I really can't. I really can't. And um, and for those that are asking and DMing me for new dates on my uh, my stand-ups here in uh, San Jose or here in San Francisco, please DM me. Um, I'm doing them at least every Sunday. Why every Sunday is because I'm new. I'm nobody. So I get the fucked up gigs. I get the fucked up hours or sometimes there's no people even there. When I'm doing a set. So but it's okay. Just DM me. I am so sorry. That I couldn't have. Excuse me. Any intro song. Or anything like that. Because. um, You know. I'm in my car right now. I just got off of work. And I just wanted to talk to you guys. You know. I wanted this episode to be. About what I recently been through. And. But yeah. But like I say in every single episode, make sure she sucks your dick first because you deserve the full package. And we are out. You guys have a good night slash good morning.